Episode 37, Chimp Campy. Long in episode number 37. We've got a new setup in our little uh, studio. And by that, I mean dining room. Um, <laughs> we got a TV set up so we can actually use some some battle maps. And one of my favorite things I did I on the, the starting screen for, for Roll20, it's a picture of our little world map. And I put all of their tokens on it. And one of them, the token for Chovy. I Look have, at me, I'm going for a little swim. <laughs> I have them in the ocean, <laughs> oh, no. in the water to the east. He's definitely at home there. And I think what I'm going to do is every week, I'm just going to push him further and further <laughs> east as the ties just take him further away. <laughs> nice. It's okay. definitely a little different sitting here. Yeah, Josh, the other thing, Josh is sitting right next to me, uh, which... Yeah, can you guys make sure your hands stay above the table? I mean, I really feel like we're going to have trouble concentrating. Uh, it's, it's no secret that Josh and I have a mutual attraction uh, that has certainly... Um, intimidated my wife melissa uh over the past <laughs> few years that uh we've known but yeah we had just some some switching aroo and uh we've got uh we've got coder like he's now actually looking at me are you giving pens what are you doing yeah there's pencils over here i think it's i guess i left it here from last week. Oh, yeah it was over here i moved it, it was. Now, now he doesn't have to tell me uh looking the other way so you can speak into the mic properly <laughs> like coder coder sits right next to me normally and so whenever like we would get into a conversation he would constantly turn and look at me but then he would be like speaking too directly into the mic and it would be like pop 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 pops like freaking rice krispies over here uh-huh. uh all right so let's get started we got a new group member that's happened last time. We got Stekus. Completely different than Irwin. Are you excited to play him? Yes. I'm excited to see what happens. Uh, pretty much everybody else at the table, I'm totally fine with killing. Uh, but I'm going to let Stekus ride for a little bit. What if I kill? I don't think you can. <laughs> I think he could take you. Uh, we, so could all take we can him. all take him. Let's <laughs> take him out right now. Are you kidding That's me? True. <laughs> <laughs> and you'd be totally within your rights. Oh, well, he beat this man up on the ground. Uh, but yeah, because so, we've clearly shown in our history that we involve ourselves in things that we <laughs> come across on the road. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> Let's I still remember when you guys. Oh, I still remember you guys with the Pearson farm. And Josh just set the child on the ground. <laughs> Take this. Kid. It wasn't ours. <laughs> <laughs> so stealing. Don't, don't forget, we let children be drowned. I mean, not really. Like, you know, that was a I'm religious sorry. thing. You know, I don't get involved in that. It's, it was pretty. You weren't even there. Lavinia wasn't even Lavinia. there. Lavinia. Yeah, you know, yeah, I don't. True. I wasn't involved. You can't include me in this. All right. So, in addition to getting a new party member, you guys uh, got some pretty rough news recently, which is that you know, not only has the town sort of leadership been overtaken, and things are kind of being run differently. The monarchy is kind of getting pushed out, and they're taking advantage of the fact that the warden population is dwindling, and those that are kind of still enforced are kind of loyal to the new crew, um, at least for the winter. I mean, like there's no way to get any sort of reinforcements. What's that's going to look like when, when winter breaks and you get to spring and you can actually start getting like ships here. Like I, you know, that's a whole different thing, but for now definitely seems like the leadership has changed. Uh, but the other thing that's changed is that Bruno is no longer eating a Turkey leg, hanging around in the clinic as he took one of those Turkey legs and conked, Good old Doc Qualley on the uh, on the head with it. I think it was more of like Christina's 
amputated leg. No, 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 no. It was, a, it, was it was totally a giant turkey leg because uh, that he had so many of them. They were just all on his back. Uh, but yeah, he um he attacked her. He took Chadwick. He took Roderick, and he took Cressida. He took your took your cart money, bunch of your money to buy another horse, and he used the craziness that was going on in the town to kind of sneak sneak Cressida out. They killed a warden. Uh, they hurt they hurt the the doc and then when she finally came to uh, after all the events of the past several days uh, she essentially accused you guys of, of being complicit or not so much being complicit but it's it's your responsibility to to recover him and in order to help with that she wanted somebody that she thought was a little bit more capable of navigating and surviving uh, You've also learned that Chadwick is is his origins are suspect, right? In terms of like where he's from and who he is, and there's a lot of hints at this point that have been leading towards the fact that there's there's other people living somewhere on the ruin in some capacity, uh, and you've encountered possibly some of them when you were investigating Gabriel's disappearance and stuff like that. But yeah, did Chadwick have like weird? traits about him or he was that the other kid tongue. he had a split oh, tongue yeah and he had trouble talking and over the months and months that she was with him she kind of he became more and more like a normal kid and more and more you know capable of talking but he still had that kind of weirdness to him where he couldn't quite enunciate certain words but yeah probably demon just let him go yep yep she probably i mean bruno probably did the right thing let's be <laughs> honest right okay so yeah you managed to recruit stekis uh using a little gift that doc quali gave you all to like make the emotional connection and uh that's it so we're we gonna start a, we got a clue right uh yeah you did get a clue the the letter from bruno uh that's the other thing is that the bruno bruno's letter made sort of mention of some things mentioned like Cressida referred to the to the various obelisks and stone stone structures that you found around the ruin as mm-hmm. like uh, as waystones um but yeah we can we can start Are you ready Yes. I'm excited. I mean, the whole reason I put up roll 20 is that we can do more fighting. So you all should be oh, really gosh. scared. At I'm this point. terrified. Mm-hmm. We're also switching over to alternative weapon damage, right? Yeah. So uh, yeah. We, we've talked about that for a while. Uh, and so I think we're finally going to start doing that. And so I hander normally when you do, when you do weapon damage, the basic rules is just you use your combat bonus plus a, a fury dice with alternative weapon damage. Each weapon has its own specific way of calculating damage it's, and a lot of them still use combat bonus but some of them use other things as well so we're gonna start switching over to that uh, and seeing how that goes all right let's get started so we'll say let's fast forward a little bit uh you've got stekis in your party i mean you could leave you can leave today if you want but it's like afternoon in Verdum. but uh if you wanted to you can probably leave and try to get a few hours under your belt of travel uh put it at maybe just shortly past like noon uh, but I know there are some things that if you, if you wanted to try to collect supplies or if there's other things that you wanted to do, I know that Bear was interested in making that stick. Yeah. I keep hearing about this damn stick. <laughs> and at long last, you can finally do it because your hands. Uh, so nice. do you want to explain how that works? Uh, yeah. Okay. Crafting. Oh, gosh. This is your jam. Aren't this you, is you're my jam. A crafter and stuff. That's the way you're going. Artisan, whatever the hell you uh yeah so normally you'd make like a check for a success rate but since i have a skill focus in like weapon crafting and carpentry or whatever uh 
It's like I always pass, but uh, unless I'm like under stress for some reason okay. that you would decide. Well, maybe this creepy elf guy uh, <laughs> who's breathing down your neck. Yeah, that's, that's not how you make a stick. <laughs> no, it's fine. Okay. So yeah, pretty much it reduces the cost by half, but I want to try and make a castle forged one. Mm-hmm, that's with extra, like the good stuff. The good stuff, yeah. It's because it's the, so that's like three times the price, right? Uh, I think we worked out the price. It's still not that bad. You guys can't afford it though. Yeah, I wrote it down. Okay, but I can uh, since I ranks in trade craft, I can reduce the cost even further from half with okay. a check. Okay, so I need to do a trade craft test. Let's do it. Let me check how many points I have. All right, I got six WB, so I can buy it at 40% if I make this check. Okay, go ahead. Uh, I didn't. <laughs> we have a uh, fortune. You wanna... uh, sure, I'll use one more. I got pretty good odds. This is great. Okay. Using a fortune to Free get combat. a price to build a stick. That's cool. He failed again, didn't he? I crit. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? When, what is the result of crit failing? Is it is it three times the price times another uh, three times the price? That's a great question. Mm. It says it failing has no repercussions, but a critically failed one will result in you unable to source <laughs> Oh my god! No stick for you. No castle forge stick. You can still do that. You can still get the regular one. Wow, Josh, that sucks. Well, that's just the brace. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) this is the one thing that bears wanted to do for like two months now. Well, I wanted to make two weapons, but what was the other weapon? I want to make a faux shard like that. uh, Sophia has. Okay, so we can try. Then we'll try that then. I'll do a separate one. Yeah, it's a separate one. All right, see if I can find stuff for that. No, I failed. Do you want yeah. to use another? No, no. Are you sure? <laughs> I mean, sure. what are the chances of you failing four times? Uh, Pretty it's good only another ten percent off the price. Okay. Okay. Uh, so yeah, you can go ahead and. You Jeff's can... just trying to get more misfortune. I really points. am. Yeah. Stop. Really <laughs> am. Uh, so you can go ahead and find regular materials then for both. So you won't be able to get the castle forge stuff. Uh, All right. So just half price. Uh, All right. Who else is looking to do anything before you? You shove off. Just buy some more rations and stuff like that. Okay. Other question for you all to consider is: Are you going to take your wagon with you? You take the horses because remember you basically have a wagon that it had on the side of it, like stenciled in. It says "Property of the Rhine Monarchy Mining Company," but like. I Nobody mean, really cares about that right really now. Nobody cares about that right now. The question is just whether you want to take it or not. It's kind of up to you. There's pros and cons, obviously. But. I mean, should we? I would say yes to the horses, no to the wagon. You only have two horses, unless you're going to, like, you can, if you're using a bit more like pack horses, that's fine. You're, you're like loading stuff up and that's okay. But if you're looking to, like, ride them and everybody want to buy some horses, I don't know if you guys afford that anymore. Pretty sure. Yeah, there's no. I don't. Yeah, we can take the wagon. How many of us can fit in? Sorry, I spaced out. Uh, all of you can fit on the wagon. Oh, yeah, but we're going north. There's, I mean, there, there's decent roads up until the Tirschvela, 
because uh, you guys cross the there's that bridge. Yeah. And then once you cross north of the Tershvela, oh my god, that's right. We have the map yeah. up now. I can point you to this. Uh, but yeah, you from from the specific uh, like from Verdum itself uh, to the Tershvela River, there's roads, country roads. Take me home. Uh, <laughs> but uh, and then there's various like dirt paths and stuff as different farmland is is sort of sprawled outwards in the outskirts there. But once you pass the Tershvela, remember that that's the Tershvela is like the Malustak, right? Well, I mean, that's yeah, you guys, you that's guys encountered. We, that's where we yeah. escaped is that bridge. But the further north you go, the more and the more and more wild it gets, the less informed it is. The Afun's refuge, remember, was across the river. Um, but that was like the large, that was the most northern, most uh, Established. Established settlement yeah. of any kind. And we all know what happened to them. Chovy killed them all. <laughs> Not that I know anything, or, but didn't they take a wagon and horses? Yeah, that's what I said. They, they do have a wagon. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. you mean you mean Bruno, Bruno and stuff. Yeah. I, I mean, there, I don't see any reason why, if you're joining the group, they wouldn't basically fill you in on some on the details. He stole our money. So, he took our yeah. cart. I don't know so, how I mean, much, but. Yeah. If, if he took the cart, you should probably follow him with a cart because, you know, it's faster. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why he took the cart. One of the reasons he, one of the reasons you all, I mean, the rest of you know, is because Christina doesn't walk well anymore. She, she didn't. Yeah, she doesn't have a leg. She's missing yeah. a leg, and, and she has a child, and she hasn't been doing well with the with the surgery. So. Do you, Do you expect a child to walk back from as far as we're going? Definitely not. Yeah, let's yeah. take the cart. I can take care of driving it and maintenance. So okay, I'll um, make no sure problem. that we buy extra rations. Okay, so you're gonna buy rations. Horses. You're gonna buy horse feed, horse feed and stuff. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Bandages. Okay. Make sure you get those. Yes. Keep track of how many you're buying. And I have no money left. <laughs> I have five bread. Unfortunately, Chuvi was the one who kept track of the mo- of everything, and he's dead yeah. now. I think there's like so, 400 silver. If you guys weren't aware not anymore, there's not 400. <laughs> yeah, it's like 200 ish, maybe. No. Yeah. A million. Yeah, your your nest egg is your your is gone. Your forward, your forwarded Dented. money. Yeah. And well, you know, I mean, Lavinia, you have your own money. Hubert, you probably have your own money. There's uh, that Stekis whole. Stekis doesn't have much because he's coming from. Yeah. You probably scrounged some up from some. Went into there. the broken manor, stole some stuff. Sure, for sure. Yeah. yeah but it uh, down. you know, in the past, Erwin did pay half of a sword. So you know, there's there's that sword sitting there. If somebody wants to pay the rest of it and take it. Oh yeah, somebody did. Somebody was with you, wasn't it? Sophia that helped. Who was who it that helped negotiate? It was Lavinia. Oh, it was Lavinia. It was me. Lavinia would know. Yes. So you can always try to retrieve that as well if you want. So and she'll tell the group. I know that we did not have time to retrieve it before we went, but Erwin had that sword that he we paid half of up front. Oh, he ordered a sword. <laughs> yeah, if we take along, it's like having him with us. <laughs> and like. <laughs> okay. Lavinia just like looks at you like okay <laughs> but um Lavinia wanted to try and maybe seek out the wood witch and learn a spell you are going in that direction anyway so because there are a few like requirements to learn a spell you either mm-hmm. have to learn from a scholar yep. transcribe from ancient texts which she doesn't have or any other fashion regarding your profession. So the Wood Witch literally lives in the woods. Mm-hmm. So you can see on the map, I'm pinging roughly where she's at, which you would know, uh, Lavinia. 
And so if you all are leaving Verdum to begin with, it's probably not something you would do. You can't do it while you're in the town, but you can do it when you leave town for sure. Like okay. it's a, it's it's something you could do while you're going out there. Um, I would say Stekis and Luna, why don't you both go and make a easy uh, folklore test? That's a pass. That's a crit fail I'm looking at over here. With no, that's 99. a six and a nine. That's a nine. Oh, that's a, is a ninety nine. Ninety nine. Crit fail. Uh, that's that was your roller. Right What's that mean? Uh, it means you you, you have a stroke and <laughs> you forget all of your spells that you've already learned. Oh, oh no. That's no, fine. That's a pass for me. I would say, assuming that they share everything, uh, like what's going on, and this this notion of there's there's people in the ruin, there's all these weird locations, these these stones that have inscriptions in them etc like there's nobody you know of that has been on the ruin longer than than Marilyn the woodwitch right so if there's anybody who knows anything about where they might be heading what these things might be or just someone who's to mind to kind of poke and try to get more sort of more context on where Chadwick could be from that kind of stuff uh, she's a she's a good person to go see I will make sure to mention that we should head that way, and it's not too far out of the way, but we need Not to. really, no. Okay, so if you all remember where the Pearson farm was, it's not too much further north from there. So if you're, if you're trying to get to her, you can get there by nightfall uh, if you were to leave. If you were to leave today, you could get there within a couple hours and probably get there by nightfall if you wanted to do that. Is there anybody else who's looking to do more in town before you depart, knowing that you're, you might not be back for a while? Yeah, I'll try and pick up that sword. So okay. uh, what kind of sword was it? Do you remember? It was a... And Lavinia would talk to Charlotte, obviously, before leaving. Sure. And like, we don't need a RP that. That's just like a, bye, mom. Love you. She will pull aside Hubert. She'll give you a handful of more stuff to keep you sane conscious and she says to you if one hair on her head is harmed i will harm all the hairs on your head yes ma'am she thinks about it for a second like not sure if that but then <laughs> and she nods and she goes back to what she was doing it was oh. a flammered rapier oh that's right i remember a yeah. oh, rapier yeah. can i ask charlotte for some roses is, uh, does she have any maybe. roses yeah plus two Nothing's really grown oh, back yet. It's only been a couple days, so no, she's never. Okay. Actually, I say if you go back and rubbaging through a shop, you might be able to find some lingering stuff here and there. That's fine. I imagine you're looking for reagents. Is that what you're asking me right now? Yes. Maybe. Okay. That's no, fine. I don't want to. <laughs> Can I roll you. for how many I get? Yeah. How about we do this? How about let's let's do a little check. We'll see how much you get. I mean, we'll just say awareness test as you are kind of searching her home to see what you can grab. Just make it routine. Hail. Okay, so you won't get that many then. Get all the bad rolls out now. Right? <laughs> Two. Okay. All right. That was a good sword for Erwin, not for anyone else. Because I was the yeah, AB. Like, uh, I don't What's it use? Yeah. So it uses AB. It has plus one AB as the alternate damage with binding okay. as one of the weapon traits. It has defensive, finesse, and weak. Oh, it's okay. an agility weapon? Yes. Uh, 
It's a martial melee agility yeah. weapon. You got martial, right? A stekus? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So can really you use it? It's I not really could jam. use it, but it is not the weapon that Stekus uses. He's more oh, of okay. the brute force guy, not the... Uh, I'm a parry and stab people like uh, Mr. Pirate was. Because I'm, I'm, I could probably eventually get simple melee, and agility is my it's focus. Martial. Or I mean, I mean, from yes. simple melee to martial melee. Depends on what you would have to. What class you would have to go into a different profession to yeah. get it. Oh, yeah, okay, never mind. You're not yeah. gonna get it as a chore, I don't think. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Zofia. Uh, At some point, she was talking about martial weapons. I don't know if she uses oh, agility or not. Yeah, she Agility, has a I have. Yeah, she has a ton. She has like fifty-seven yard movement. Like she can, <laughs> yes, the, yeah. she can go <laughs> to the seven. complete top of the world and back <laughs> so to burn. That, that would be movement. really good for you because it's defensive, so plus ten to parry. Uses your agility bonus, and it's very. I don't think it. I think binding prevents it from being disarmed, or makes it really, really hard. One of the two. Well, and I think at this point, just for it was Irwin's. Sophia may just spring forward and we'll deal oh, with just be sentimental about it. Use of it later. Yeah. yeah. So binding is that whenever a foe is threatened with disarm with a weapon of this quality, they suffer a minus ten base chance when oh. trying to resist. So it, it makes you better. It makes it harder. It makes it, it, makes yeah. it harder. To, harder. Yeah. Okay. Nice. All right. Take care. Anything else? We call it the Irwinizer. <laughs> Irwinizer. <laughs> All right. All right, Hubert is not a lot of names. That <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you pack up your wagon as best you can. And depending on where you go and how quickly you can catch up with them, if you can find them, the wagon would be definitely helpful. But at a certain point, it might be, it kind of limits where you can go if, if you keep going further north and north. Again, it all depends on where they're headed. Uh, but do you leave now or do you wait till morning? I'm ready to go. If we would it. like to make good time, so we should leave as soon as possible. Yeah, because okay. if we had to, we can camp at either outside or at the Pearson Farm. Yeah, ain't no time like the present. You guys should definitely camp out at the Pearson Farm. There's some unfinished storylines there that I would love to explore. How I'd weathered is it that now? Probably also have picked up some sort of shelter-ish type equipment. Tent. What are there are <laughs> I think they have item yeah. names for those things. <laughs> I looked at okay, them, so go. just okay. Yeah. All right, go ahead and again, just keep track. Yeah. All right, so as you're leaving, you do know that the weather has definitely relented. The heavy storm that had been pestering in the 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 southern parts of the ruin for the last several days, it's finally relented a bit, and again. There's open sky, little bits of clouds here and there, but it's very cold still, incredibly cold. And you still got wind, but you don't really have any any precipitation currently. There are still people that are trying to kind of clear roads here and there. Uh, and when you when you depart the the town, there's a couple of those blue arm banded folks letting you letting you pass. Uh, there's a brief question of like, you know, what's your intentions, and then all that kind of stuff. You just tell them whatever story you want to tell them, but they don't really seem too interested. It looks more like they're just kind of going through the motions of what they're supposed to do as guards. And then they immediately go back to playing their dice games and stuff like that. Uh, there are also people coming to town as well as and there's others that are leaving uh, on your way out. When you're about maybe half an hour outside the gate, you actually run in to 
a couple people that you recognize, Zofia and Bear, as Carl Stuber uh, and uh, and his daughter are on this are kind of pulling a not they're not pulling a cart, but they have this little oxen. It's not little; it's big. This big oxen that is pulling a cart, and you can see that she's riding on the back of it like this giant like elephant type ride and she's laughing and enjoying it and he's there just steering and making sure that it's everything's kind of going in the direct in the direction uh, and they notice you all carl like pulls bear and Sophia aside and have you have you heard at all about And he kind of like trails off like, no. And then he notices Erwin's not there. He's like, where's the other one? Um, and the little one. It is. It <laughs> has been very difficult since we've arrived here. When you look at him, he looks pretty grave and gray and, you know, kind of an ashen look on his face. And he's got, his hair has kind of gone gray a little bit too on the temples. Where, where is um, your my what? The rest of your family? Sophia's sort of hesitant As to ask the question. You no, know, my parents were taken. No, no, but it's like. He had a wife. Right. And she's back on at the Abbey. We, we volunteered to come fetch some items that the Abbey needs from town. Uh, and I told Jasmina that we could stay the night and I could go to the sweet shop for her. And I also wanted to inquire with uh, Lieutenant Wilhelms about the possibility of seeing my parents. We have, we have yet to receive any sort of notification from, from the Ailing Isle. And it's been oh, well over a month at this point. And with the snows falling, like some update. Um, the Abbess Bickle has not been able to produce anything. And he, he kind of looks over at Bear when she mentions when he mentions her name. At some point in this conversation, Stekis is just going to go, is this going to take much longer? We do have someone that's been, you know, taken. We have places to go. Just letting the horses rest. They don't want to push him too hard. It won't be too much longer. And and Sophia just kind of ignores him and kind of keeps talking to her. Things have changed drastically in the last. Were were you traveling when the explosions happened up north? And he wouldn't have probably seen them from where the Sunbear Sanctuary is. They're further west. Okay, so Sophia will kind of fill him in on what's been going on here. That. This is an unstable place at the moment. And so, yeah, are the are the smiths still working? Are the is can can we still purchase things? Yes. And, yes. Okay. Good. Uh, we are in need of some better weapons than our little cudgels and small bows. We've uh, we've recently had some uh, odd sightings near the, the watchtowers. Tell us more. Uh, just based, sir. Um, I haven't attended them myself, but uh, no, um, we think it might just be uh, bandits or some such. They 
and grow close to the watchtowers at night and we light some fires and shoot some warning signs and ring some bells and and they they don't adventure further well we we, we have seen a few of our our animals go missing so it's possible that it just could be when stealing them i heard i heard a few weeks ago that the uh the hobarts had a had a similar issue is there a tree near the road uh sure Stegas is going to go over and take his axe and swing really, really hard at the tree while he's waiting. Start to actively cut it down. Carl, like, kind of, is he well? Uh, I think he's just collecting uh, firewood for later. I don't think we need that much wood. This this has been a very difficult uh, journey and you would Probably do well to stay close to other folks. We've encountered quite a few dangers out in the forests and the mountains, and we don't seem to get straight answers from anyone about exactly what's going on. So believe what your own eyes see. Thank you for the advice, but and I would give you some as well. Be careful, will you? where you look and poke your nose out. It's been a peculiar storm, I think. We're used to storms, of course, but with... I think everyone has just become a bit unsettled, to be honest. We don't have a full wall enclosure, though watchtowers certainly help. Anyway, you have your own concerns and I have mine, and I hope I'm able to find out what happened to my parents. And we won't stay very long. Be safe. Travel in a group back if you can. And then, as he as he looks over your shoulder at Stekus, uh, literally cutting a tree down, he says, um, "Perhaps you might want to be careful with your company. He looks a bit um, rugged, but not ruggedly handsome." No, I. <laughs> I agree. Okay. I agree. Uh, and so he bids you adieu. Jasmina says goodbye and they travel past. So where are you guys headed? The witch. Isn't that like where uh, Stekis was going like on that little prologue thing? That little thing? prologue thing? Yeah. He was, he was in uh, there. a different route though. Different route. So you guys are actually taking the road uh, and he was kind of coming down from the mountain through some sort of cave system. I don't know whether or not your characters know that. I don't see why Stekus would have said any of that to you guys, uh, but we'll see what that We're like best buds. We know he seems so chatty and friendly. <laughs> so <laughs> you guys uh, get back get back going. Bear's driving. A couple people are in the wagon. Travel for a little while longer. You make it to the, to the kind of the west edge of the Lake Duxel and uh, you can see at this point to the northwest the bits and pieces of the taller watchtowers of the Sunbearers Abbey uh, kind of stand above some of the trees. Uh, and at this point, Lavinia, you know that you can kind of cut through almost any farm, really, and just make your way uh, northwards into the into the woods. The Pearson Farm is like the first one as you kind of kind of pull around. 
a few of you have been here before, and uh, many of you know that this land also, this lot was for sale. And as you, as you start traveling through it, you notice that the snows have piled up significantly uh, on top of the house itself. The, there does not seem to be anybody keeping tabs on it. You don't see any recent wagons. You don't see any active horses. You don't see any signs of anybody rebuilding the barn that burnt down. The door to the actual farmhouse is completely blocked by by snow. It seems as if it's still empty. There's fields that never got reaped before the snow hit. And yeah, there's just it just seems abandoned at this point. Sophia's going to go over to Stekas um, and say, so uh, you see that uh, abandoned farm over there? Yes, it's abandoned. It's going to fall apart very soon. We uh, fought some uh, giant rats in there. Sophia's kind of seeing, like, if this is going to, like, Giant endear the group to him because he seems like a tough guy, and maybe you know this. She's like story of he's like oh, he's like more than three times your age. Giants too, to your funny. standards, what are they? The size of my foot? No, they were, and she kind of nods over to to bear for kind of confirmation. Like I didn't, I didn't actually see the big one though. I didn't go down there. Yeah, sure. Bah! <laughs> they they were big. There was a lot of rats that I saw. Yeah, I think because they took you to heal. I think Chovy, Emma, and Bruno were the only ones who saw the large rat. It's true. Yeah. Are you bragging about a pest extermination? Yeah. No, I swear they were big. What kind of idiot spends their entire life worrying about catching rats? (laughs) (laughs) I have been on this ruin for how old are you? Sixteen longer than you have been alive. I think that some rats would be very simple to deal with compared to most things that are here. Well, fine. And I Sophia suppose- has learned something about his, uh, he's not easily impressed. And If it was a swarm, perhaps, that would be a little spooky, but, you know. And Lavinia just kind of like continues to point. We could honestly cross through here since no one is here, and that's what lead us to to where we need to go. So as you uh, as you kind of turn off the road, uh, you do see another another cart kind of approaching, struggling through the snow itself. Uh, you see a woman. None of you probably recognize. You might recognize her. Lavinia uh, has something of a like a wide-brimmed cowboy hat, straw hat type of thing going on, covered in, in furs. Before we get too close, I'm going to say, is this another friend? Are we going to stop and talk again? Is this another friend that I need to... It could be. The most threatening, passive-aggressive <laughs> pit fighter in this here country. Um, so she she sort of flags you down, like waves a bit really quickly. And when she sees you all, she's like, ah... Moving into the taking over the piercings, are you? Kind of looking around at you. She's got like a something in her. She's chewing. Like she's got like tobacco in her underneath her lip. Yes, we are. Ah, good new neighbors. That's good. This good. I feel. So she uh, introduces herself. She says, uh, "Miriam Metzinger. It's good. Uh, it's 
good to see somebody. Uh, oh, Hubert Hines. I see you like alliteration as well. Your pants did at least. Oh. And she looks at you kind of strangely because she has literally no educational background. <laughs> has no idea what alliteration <laughs> is. And she says, I, pleasure to meet you, Mr. Hubert. Uh, good. Uh, are you going to be, uh, what, what you going to be growing? Uh, uh, me and my sister's got a, a horse ranch up the way. It's a bit. Grow horses? No, it's out. And she thinks about, well, we breed them. Yeah, yeah, we do. And and she, like, she starts to inspect you. It's like, oh, these are decent ones. These actually might be ours. You know, we sell to the molecule. Yeah. Yeah, we're thinking of growing something here, but we don't know anything yet. Mm. You see any other wagons come by? And she thinks about it for a minute. Um, Yours, a couple others saw, uh, I think we saw one of them Abbey folk. Why, are you looking for someone? Yeah, it appears we've got some runaways. We're just trying to catch up. Runaways. She doesn't understand. What do you, what do you mean, runaways? She I, kinda, I think he means more along the lines of kidnapped. She kind of person. Who who got kidnapped? A couple of kids. Oh. <laughs> Wait a second. She. Do you? <laughs> she like like goats. I heard I heard the Hobart farm is missing some goats. <laughs> His kids are like, right? Yeah, right? yeah, okay. yeah, yeah I just want to make yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, some kids from Burdum. Well, like one kid, Chadwick, Doc Quelly's son, um, if you've ever met her. But yes, we are looking for a child. So we do have to go. Lovely meeting you, Miriam. You are a wonderful lady. I love your hat. Are you that strange one that lives up a ways? You know, strange is your own concept. Goodbye. <laughs> so, uh, okay. So she, uh, oh, you just okay. see Lavinia pick up her skirts and start stomping. <laughs> Sophia will go back over. Was was there anything else? I don't know. Just a kid got taken. I saw a kid the other day, in fact. Yeah, I did. But you've all got to be on your way. So I guess I'll better get going. <laughs> wait, and wait, then she, when did you see the kid? Oh, a couple of days. Couple days back by themselves, or no, 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 it's a whole family. It looked like we're not no. talking about goats, right? No, I'm not talking about goats. No, no, is there a woman with part of a leg missing? Oh, I don't know about the... that. I just saw she was it was husband and wife, I think, and uh, like a maybe a brother or something. He was a strange one, couldn't really see it was snowing pretty heavy and i was trying to get the horses in the barn but um you said this was two days ago how must have been that sounds exactly like who we're actually trying to find they're not actually a family if you say so were they going this way no I'll point um, in the direction we're going i saw them over by hobarts i think uh they were cutting over like you you all seem about to do uh but he might know better and what's Hob- hobart's first name uh Joseph. Thank you. Thought you got me, did you? (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Thank you. That was very uh, helpful. I'm I'm a very helpful random road encounter. We'll bring you something (laughs) when we meet at your farm. Yeah, whatever we grow. She thinks about it. She's like, okay, what are you going to bring me? It's a surprise. Be careful. He's very levacious and he likes to hit on all the ladies. Levate. Levate. Flirtatious. He likes Flirtate. women. Oh, okay. 
She's like in her fifties, but yeah. <laughs> probably a little old for who knows for Hubert, but who knows? Uh, but yeah, she mentions, uh, yeah, she mentions seeing a kid in a cart with a family over by the Hobart farm, which is up a ways, a little further up the road. Probably, I would say, yeah, hour and a half or so, two hours up the road. Okay, so you have you have an option. You can, I mean, like you're all in sort of the general area. Just remember that the there's farmland that kind of sweeps up northwesternly away from Verdum, but then running parallel to it, north of the farmland itself, is like the the Retting Woods that just extend, and that's where that's where Merland is, the the wood witch that you want to go see. Uh, if you were to head in her direction, you're kind of pretty much going like a north northeasternly vector, and then if you're going the Hobart way, it's it, you guys passed the Hobart farm at one point. Um, some of you did anyway when you were uh, leaving the Sunbearer Sanctuary mm-hmm. to start heading north. So like you 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 don't know specifically, but it's not uncommon for it to have possibly been passed out to you, uh, you know, pointed out to you at, at some point in the past. Um, you can do Lavinia stop first. Okay. So you continue cutting across the Pearson farm uh, at this point, and you can see that, yeah, the, there's there's just nothing really alive here anymore. Like there, uh, things are kind of it's very desolate. Uh, you don't see any animals left. Uh, you can see that a lot of the the fencing that was up that was maybe keeping some of their their kind of their chickens or their pigs or whatever and. and that they it seems to have broken down either someone broke it or like just the weight of the snow or just the wind or something. And there's just nothing here. Uh, you also notice that their fields themselves, like while it still has some really dry and old crumbling, uh, vegetation, like a lot of it is wilted completely. Uh, and so as you pass through it, you're kind of the wagons just like taking it down completely. You're just like rolling right over it, um, and heading northward occasional sporadic tree uh from time to time but you don't really notice anything uh, in particular we got stekas to cut them down anyway so it's true so a couple hours pass uh since you since you left verdum when you finally reach the kind of the edge of the woods where the the trees become much heavier in vegetation it's no longer just like a sporadic uh, a sporadic tree here and there it's a very heavy thick forest uh not the place that a lot of people travel regularly, uh, unless you're kind of in a lumber camp or lumber, lumber crew or something like that, or anything like that. Um, I'm going to say somebody's going to probably want to make some kind of check here to try to navigate correctly. It's a flip to fail for me. I'll make it routine. So mine's 52. What's yours? It's 42. Oh, you don't have navigation? I have navigation, but I haven't been here before, so I think it's more for you. You can oh, still okay. roll it. It's just, it's just, yeah. Mine would be fifty-one. You can assist her, right? Yeah, you can assist her. Okay, yeah, sure. That makes sense. Cool. Pass. Okay, so you managed to kind of point out with the help of Sophia some some landmarks and stuff that kind of help remember, like a kind of an awkward, weird-looking tree or like a little stream or a pond. Stuff like that that kind of lets you know that you're going in the in the right direction. There's no sh- there's no specific path uh, that heads there. She intentionally lives uh, a distance away, and probably about a half an hour into your travel into the forest, you start to lose the light 
it's getting as sundown's coming, you realize that there's not a whole lot much light left. Um, but eventually you do manage to make it uh, into a very familiar area where you know that you can see there's a, a bunch of trees that have been cleared. You can see that there's uh, a partially frozen pond uh, kind of on the, on the northwest side. You can see that as you start to creep up, you can see a, a, a hut, uh, like a, a building that is not fairly modest in size. There's a couple fenced off areas in front of it. One seems to have a handful of uh, rows of different kinds of kind of kinds of plants that are currently covered uh, in, a, in a blanket of snow. But also you can see that there definitely seems to have been potentially some pruning recently. Uh, you also see that there's um, another stables or another, excuse me, another kind of fenced off area where you can see there's mounds of think might be sleeping animals or something like that uh, from a distance. When you look, you can see the chimney itself of the of the actual building doesn't seem to have any any kind of smoke coming out of it. There doesn't really seem to be any light kind of coming from it. It doesn't from a, from a distance. It looks like no one might be here. Behind to the east in the northeast, you can see the mountain begins to grow as the it seems this particular area where she has built her her home is kind of at the borderline of, of where the rows and rows of trees and thickets has you know, given way to more rocky terrain and it kind of slowly begins to, to grow in height. As you look up the incline of the mountain, you can also see like sporadic, interesting shaped trees with no, no leaves left on it, uh, kind of harkens back some of you to when you were returning with Keon to the tree that, uh, little Inga Faulkner was being hung from in a way as you look up uh, with the sun going down, it is, is getting dark. You realize you probably only have maybe about maybe 15, 20 minutes left of light. We're about to meet the witch of the woods. Is, is she a friend? I've never technically met her. What is your definition of a friend? Is she a threat? <clears throat> Depends on you. Right, uh, I'm just, I'm just worried she's gonna turn us into a frog or something. So, as long as you're not disrespectful and you mind your hands, I'm sure you'll be fine. All right. Sophia looks at Bear. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll keep the horses company. So you guys are currently about fifty yards or so, thirty yards away. Um, you kind of all just looking at a distance. What do you want to do? Just go knock on the door. Let's see if she's home, right? So over here, there um, a sign with like meeting hours. No, there's no signs, nothing. Uh, you see various things hanging from some of the tree branches, uh, little trinkets and things. Uh, some of them look to be like chimes, wood chimes and stuff for sounds. Uh, you can see birds nests that seem to have grown fairly large as if no one has intentionally kind of tried to swept them away. Uh, you can see like fairly large, dark birds that have, begun to nestle uh, fairly high up. Sophia will sort of wander around the side a little bit. So when you get up to the side, uh, the western side of the house is where you can see there are, it looks to be like the garden that is probably growing some sort of root vegetable that's capable of growing in, in colder, colder climates. And then the other one seems to be a 
small pen. Uh, roll an awareness test. Uh, and since the light's still with you, you can go ahead and do this at routine. That's a crit success. You notice that there are animals uh, that have been, that are nestled up together um, that you can see are kind of for warmth. Uh, when you look a little bit more closely, you realize that there seems to be some pigs and some goats. There's a trough on the inside as well that looks to have been, when you get close to it, you realize there's a, sh a sheet of ice over top of it as if it's been frozen. Um, you can see that the ice has periodically been broken and resealed. So you can see like little cracks, um, but it hasn't, doesn't seem to have been broken recently. And the animals themselves look to like be huddling and kind of biting at each other a little bit, kind of gnawing. When you look at them a little bit more closely, they look they look a little a little distressed, untended, that kind of thing. There's all sorts of let's just call it what it is, pig shit on the, you know uh, that doesn't seem to have been kind of slopped up or anything that's mixed with the snow. Sophia will walk back around to the front. Um, it doesn't actually seem like anyone's been here. The Animals around the side look hungry, and I'm not sure anyone's here right now. Right, is she supposed to still be here? She usually, from what I know, she does not leave during the winter. But like I said, I've never actually met her. Bear, do you think you could check in on the animals? That would, if she comes back, if we have helped her, that would help maybe... Yeah, I could uh, tend to them, make sure they get comfortable, maybe make a little little fire. Okay. Maybe not. Do they like fire? I don't. You can roast them. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, okay, go ahead and just roll a kind of handle animal. Uh, just make it easy. Are you just, are you failing again? Yeah. You accidentally break the neck of one of the goats. <laughs> no, just kidding. They get a little. They don't react well to you. I would say you probably end cold up, hands. You probably end up. You know, you kind of punch holes in, in the trough itself and make sure the water is clean. Maybe you run up. You know, kind of clean it out. There's a pond within twenty yards or so that you can refill some stuff in, and maybe you grab some stuff from the horse feed and see if they'll will eat some of that. Yeah. Um, you can tell that the goats themselves are like the legs are kind of shaking a bit. Uh, not so much from the cold, it seems, but just from they're just weak, maybe uh, as if maybe they haven't haven't eaten. Uh, the fence itself was built fairly high, uh, and there's all sorts of like wire in between it, uh, and doesn't seem like they were able to kind of climb out. You can see that the the pigs themselves have tried to dig underneath, but the coldness of the ground has certainly cause some problems. Uh, it's hard to pinpoint exactly how long, but they don't really react to you uh, all that all that well. And they make a, a lot of noise. You hear the, the meh, meh, you know, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> and then whatever sound a pig makes, it takes maybe about 10 minutes or so to get them to quiet back mm -hmm. down. I'm going to go knock on the door. Uh, you go knock on the door and it does one of those classic knock, knock, knock. And then Great. it... <laughs> as it opens up a bit and it's completely dark on the inside and you look in, you can't see anything. I'm going to back up a little bit and use the tail end of the ax to push the door open the rest of the way. And you can see that there's a couple windows. Uh, all of them are shuttered pretty tightly, but that's not to be 
you know, uh, surprising considering the, the weather, there's a, a window overlooking the pen area where the animals are. That's, that's been tightly shut and there's been snow that's built up, uh, on the sill. Uh, and then there's another one that's facing more towards more, more along the wall, near the wall of the front that faces southward to like where a small area for ch wood chopping is when you can see some piling of wood and an ax has been set into a, into a tree trunk, a cutoff tree trunk where it looks like she's probably got some firewood and stuff going. Uh, the door creaks open a little bit and, and you, you get this waft of all sorts of strange scents, but it's more like incense and herbs and like this weird mixtures of things. It's, it's a peculiar, it's like walking into an apothecary shop, uh, similar to walking into Charlotte's house, that type of thing. Uh, you can see as you immediately open the door, a, only a, a very fraction of, of light comes in uh, just because it's a kind of a southward-ish facing area. You're really not getting any light at that point. All you can really see on the inside is there seems to be a a fairly large bucket of some kind immediately on the inside to the left. And there's like a rug on the ground, uh, probably for cleaning your feet when you go in. Hello, is anyone home? Uh, you hear, no, no, no. <laughs> you don't hear, you don't hear anything. There's no reason to go inside then. It is not my house. I will go and start setting up a place, look for a good place to set up a camp outside. Okay. Uh, and there's plenty of room. It's up to you. There's uh, a couple trees you can try to brace yourself against. There's a, a whole rock wall that uh, moves in a northeasterly, southwest, or southeasterly, northwesterly direction, the kind of curving behind the house. You try to put your backs to that, cut some of the wind, set up something over there. The rock wall sounds good. Okay. Where would you like to sleep tonight, Lavinia? <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh God, I don't like that question. I was really just saying it. To I know, I know. Needle you a little bit. Um, what do you guys want to do? Sophia's going in the house. Okay. You step inside. Uh, it's very dark. The, sh the windows are shuttered, so you're not getting any light from outside. Uh, the wind, uh, the the front door, really, is just like the first few feet of the house. Uh, gives you light. Outside from that, you're gonna have to do some sort of light source to be able to see anything else, really. Uh, everyone else coming in? And that's when the door shuts. <laughs> you never see it. And then that house gets up and walks away. That would be so cool. It's Bobby Young. And, uh, is anyone joining her? Yeah, I'll light a torch before entering. Uh, we better make this quick. If nothing's going on, I want to get out of here. Okay. I just want to make sure that she was okay. Okay, so you step inside the log cabin with a lighted torch uh, open flame and you suddenly can see her. <laughs> you just got you look around and you can see uh that there are a variety of things uh let's go to the map well it's your gm notes i may be an angry fighter but i'm not a, someone who wants to steal things or go into people's stuff I don't want to steal things. So when we're stealing, oh, so make sure somebody's okay. We're just house sitting. Say that bear while you guys are going inside. Like at the line of sight stuff. Yeah, that's cool. Bear is messing around with the old. Did you make that? Yes, this is Holy the thing I was shit. telling you about. That's so cool. Do you know how long it took me? Twenty minutes. What? <laughs> it, it. I. I cannot begin to express to you how 
how much I love this software that I just got. And they they haven't added in like custom assets yet. What's the One, software? It's called Dungeon Draft. Oh, oh, fucking A, man. It's so good. That's crazy. Yeah, I'm I'm super excited uh, to do this because I'm going to do it with our Mutant Year Zero campaign. I'm going to do it more with this campaign. I'm like in the doorway. Okay. So if you can draw your attention to our map, we're playing around with maps now uh, for a variety of reasons. Uh, but anyway, you can see that Sophia and Hubert, you've gone inside. Bear, you're trying to tend and calm down the animals, which seem to be a little shaken. It's like finding like a dog like who's been in a rainstorm. You know, they're just kind of a little skittish and they're not really reacting. Stekis, you've you've moved off by yourself, uh, heading to the kind of southeast of the of the home itself, southeast of the the kind of wood chopping station, and you've started to to make camp, uh, not wanting to impose. Uh, Hubert and Sophia, you've gone inside. Uh, Lavinia, you're kind of waiting at the door. And the the home itself is it's not too big. Uh, but when you walk inside, you can see immediately uh, to your right, there's a whole collection of various sundries and mason jars and of all sorts of different ingredients. Some recognizable, uh, some seeming to be uh, not as much, some a little peculiar looking like pieces of animal parts and stuff like, like bird feet and things that have been piled up in a singular jar. You're seeing things hanging down from the ceilings as well. Uh, like some of them are strings of garlic or other types of herbs. Others seems to be like furs that are kind of drying out. Uh, there's a little kitchen area uh, immediately upon entry uh, where a various sacks of foodstuffs and vegetables that she likely has grown by herself has set up. There's also a table and a little bit north of that, uh, there's a fireplace, a, a rug and a, a seating area just for just just one seat, with like a little ottoman of some kind and and table. Uh, and you can that's what you can sort of see. But pretty much along the walls everywhere are shelves uh, of various like apothecary type ingredients. Um, some are a little alarming. It's kind of strange. Like you have like you see bones and stuff. They're just piled up here and there. I would say probably Lavinia is a little less concerned by that. But what would you guys like to do? And you can realize that there's there's a, a kind of a, another room that you can't quite see when you walk in, like a second room. Sophia's going to kind of yell again, like, is everyone okay in here? Yeah, nothing. Uh, the fireplace doesn't look to have been going any, you know, it's, it's, it, you look at it in the distance and it seems to, there's nothing burning in there. There's no smell of smoke as if it's been burning recently. Uh, there's a stove in the kitchen area that is closed and it's, it's very cold in here. Yeah. I'm going to scope out the place. Let's do a quick run through. See anything's out of okay, order. So you move a little bit further in and you can see that there's a, a separate small room uh, with like a half wall separating it from the rest of the building. That's got, uh, there's a little bed and a couple more shelves, all sorts of scrolls and books and things like that. Uh, some of which are in various stages of wear and tear. Um, you can see that there's a couple things on the wall, some kind of strange look, artwork of some kind. You're not really sure which, but there doesn't seem to be anybody in here. Um, go ahead and roll an awareness test if you'd like. Uh, it's standard just to peek around a little further. Fail. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing here. You go over towards the fireplace and it hasn't been used. There's like ash at the ground. 
uh, doesn't look like it's been stoked anytime today at the very least. There's certainly burnt wood um, that probably died down recently. You kind of check it with your hand. doesn't really seem to be any heat coming from it. All right, Zofia, no one's home. Right, let's just get out of here. Zofia will do a once-over just to look for signs of struggle. Is anything broken? Is anything kind of misplaced, knocked off the wall? Uh, misplaced, it's hard to tell, but you don't necessarily see anything broken. You certainly don't see any signs of... I mean, a couple of the cabinets are open here and there, but you don't see any signs of anything having been broken. You don't see any like blood on the ground or anything like that. There's not like a dead body hanging from the ceiling or anything. Did you look up? Lavinia's going to go look and see if there's any like notes left behind. Uh, so you go inside, you take a look around. There is a desk area uh, where she seems to have compiled like various things, but there's, there's no like be right back, went to get like went shopping or anything <laughs> like that, like on the refrigerator. There's no note like that. Uh, it really just, yeah, it just, it just seems like no one's here. It is kind of peculiar, though, that the animals weren't intended to. Where would she be? That kind of thing. But no, there doesn't seem to be anyone here. But there's nothing immediately alarming that would suggest, like, oh my god, someone was was killed or anything. Um, Lavinia is going to look for like a blank piece of paper and like leave her a note. Okay. And then also, <laughs> I'm just making like weird faces at Ashley just to to unsettle her. She's the only one I can unsettle. The rest of them don't give a shit. Yeah, I'm chicken shit. Um, She's just going to kind of like casually like continue looking through. Okay. Zofia's going to look through the bottles on the wall just to see if there's anything that looks like laudanum or anything that looks useful. She doesn't know much, but. Okay. If you want, you can make a medicine check to try to identify some things. Heal. Really? Uh, yeah, it's here. Did I say medicine? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Is uh, there? A, a what's the sky like out? Uh, it's getting dark. It's. I mean, at this point, ten, like ten. It goes. It was like when you are guys got here. Stars here, like, or anything like that. Uh, yeah. There's some uh, clouds are coming in, but not like really yeah. anything too threatening. I'm just gonna sit back and admire the fact that I'm not in a jail cell For or. Sure in a building where I'm fighting and just kind of enjoy being outside and free for once in a long time. Yeah. When you have like a little fire going, you see stars coming out, you see the moons in their various stages. You see a couple large birds kind of flying overhead as they go out for their nightly hunts. Uh, and the sun goes down and yeah, it's, it's dark out at this point. I would say bear at this point, you've, you've probably finished up, whatever task that you were trying to accomplish. Look at Ashley. Look at her. Look at her just staring <laughs> me down. Sophia passed her uh, flip to fail heel. I don't even have to attack you guys. I just have to <laughs> act like I'm going to attack you. And that's enough. You passed? I did. Yeah. So we'll say you found. Yeah. We'll say you found like two, uh, two bits of laudanum. And you found one bit of quicksilver. Oh, Hubert, <laughs> uh, this uh, of interest to you? Wow, I, enabling. I don't think we should be taking her belongings. I mean, I'm not a criminal. Just letting you know what's around. 
Thanks. He already has some. <laughs> Just leave it out on the counter if you need it. Sophia's going to take a few minutes considering weighing the options and we'll kind of say, well, I mean, maybe we'll end up having to protect this woman and we can use the laudanum to help her and we'll take one of the laudanums. Yeah, it's going to spoil if you don't use it. You're still going to take like three points of corruption. <laughs> Understood. Yeah. Understood. Yeah. Hey, you know what I want to do? Take a nap? No. I want to look to see if I can find her grimoire. Uh, go ahead and roll an awareness test uh, as you search around. Your standard's fine. Fail. You want to re-roll it? <laughs> you have things there. Oh, pass. Uh, you look around and you find some interesting tomes and distinguishing books, but you you don't find anything that suggests this is her. You know, her. You, know, you, you imagine she keeps that fairly close to her or fairly yeah. well hidden. Yeah. Um, however, you. You do, you do find some interesting things. You do find, you know, some books that that look to be uh, collections of ramblings and thoughts, bits and pieces of uh, kind of sketches, alchemical formulae and stuff like that for uh-huh. for making certain concoctions. With some time pouring through them, there might be something of, of value and something of interest in here. Um, there definitely seems to be some books that have kind of sketches of locations, map-like, you know, not necessarily incredibly well-detailed or uh, completely explained, but it looks like she has been collecting and collating and tracking or the area in the ruin of some kind. Okay. Does anyone here know if she can talk to animals? Wasn't there someone in heard him like talking to horses and stuff or is that just a crazy person i was a crazy person yeah that was the crazy person sitting next to you when he was high right yeah yeah i was pretty sure yeah Yeah. okay never mind i was like maybe we like just missed her Uh uh-huh sophia will leave two brass on the table Okay. <laughs> For laudanum? I want to give you even more corruption oh, now. Take another point. Take one more point. Isn't that stuff like six gold? Yeah, it is. Expensive. It's really expensive. Brass. Yeah. Brass. All right. So what are you guys doing? It's dark out. Uh, it's dangerous to travel at night. So I set up some camp outside. Stekis has already started to do that within relative nice. proximity. I'll join him. Okay. I'll camp out with the animals. Keep them company. Okay. Are you going to set up some kind of fire or whatever? Yeah, just a little little fire. Keep some embers going. So I got a fence around me for protection. Yeah, I mean, it's not the most (laughs) sturdy fence in the world, but it's a fence. Definitely confuses animals. (laughs) (laughs) Sophia will go where Bear is. Okay. Lavinia is just going to peek her head into the bedroom and see if she notices anything. Yeah, you notice a dead man on on the bed. Just kidding. I was, uh, I was making a rose for Emily what? reference. Sorry. Get it, Emily. Rose for anyone? Rose for Emily? Well, fuck. No one? Okay. All right. Anyway. Wait, what did you just say? Don't worry about it. It's it not would. important. I, I made a reference to a, a, a short story. Don't worry. Oh, okay. It's not important. I thought you said Rosebud. Rose for Emily. It's a rose for Emily. It's a long story. Sorry. Yeah. I shouldn't have asked. Like the flower? You, you definitely yeah, should. Yeah. <laughs> we, 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 glossing over. Moving on. <laughs> All right, so you go into the bedroom, and you look around, and, and you already did a good search. Like, your awareness yeah. test, like, I gave you for... Okay, cool. All right. 
So yeah, so then she just heads back to the camp. Okay. Do you want to? Which, which one? one? There's, two. There's two. You have a choice to make. Do you want to bunk up with Zofia and Bear, or with Hubert and Steckus? Got fluffy, cute animals. Um, and all of their people. and pig shit. So Lavinia is going to go to the sure. other one. It helps scare off the wolves. All right. Maybe. No. Okay. I'm also with the two fighters. <laughs> what? That's fair, actually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but also, in their defense, they're the ones who have still survived from the very beginning. That's true. I'm rooting for you guys to make it to the end. No, me you're too. Not. You want to kill me like every session. I'm rooting for Bear to make it. <laughs> He's just a hard-working blue-collar man. That's all. Just wants a job. Just wants to make sticks. But now that Stekis, all he wants to do is make sticks. Stekis is going to take some of those job offers that Bear's been getting. Oh, I, I don't know about that. Yeah, he's not. Yeah, he's not very friendly. I don't know about that. I think. Uh, I think there's still a lot of a lot of employers in Verdum that don't like when they. It's like when people are like, "Oh, you have tattoos. You must not." Be. I think it's going to be a little bit like that. Unfortunately, have you not seen my character? He's hideous. Yeah. In the sense of he's terrifying. not now because she's at a different yeah. camp than you. It's true. It's Two okay. camps. I'm all for splitting parties. It's great. Okay. So night begins to progress. Um, probably make some food. Do you guys eat together or separately? Do you have like two set? Is it like a kitchen competition that's going on right now? <laughs> Do you have like, is it like chopped where you get the same basket of What's the exact anime? same ingredients? Like, Shokugeki. Yeah. Anyway. All right. So we've got two separate uh, camps. We do uh, eat together though. We have a shared meal. Do you? Okay. All right. Then you return to your separate <laughs> bedrooms. It's going to be us someday. <laughs> it's going to be us pretty soon, hopefully. <laughs> All right. So. Are you doing any sort of watch system? Are you is someone staying up? How do you want to handle watching since they've decided to not stay together? Well, you know, just give a little shout if something happens. Hopefully, they wake up. You must not have much experience with being here. How long have you been here? I've been here for a while, working with the wardens. Oh, so you year or two probably, right? Yeah, you've not spent too much time where it's no. really dangerous. No, here, no. Yeah, it's, it's not so smart to separate. It's very easy for things to get you. I fought some pretty terrible beasts that they captured from out here. You wouldn't get the chance to shout if they get you while you're asleep. I see. Uh, best one the other two, then. Go right ahead. I, I made camp, and they made the decision to uh, go off on their own. Uh, they're not too far, right? How far is it? I mean, I mean not not that far. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're definitely within shadow. We're yeah, like so. in you like can see the, the flickering fire for sure. Front like, yard. You have both flickering <laughs> fires going on. You're like, ours is ours is just a little bit, a little bit fireier. That's all. Yeah, I'll, I'll take first watch. You know, I'll be in between so I can see both camps. All okay. right, away from the fire, freezing to death between them. <laughs> <laughs> Closer to one. Okay. Wake me up when you're done. I will take the second watch. Sure thing. Okay. All right. Go ahead and roll an awareness test for me. So I'm sleeping with the pigs. They're the alarm if something comes near. The standard. Uh, standard's fine. I fail. Did you want me to participate? That is up to you. Do you want me to wake you up? Well, did you want me to do third watch or do we necessitate that? Generally sleeping more than 
a couple of hours is a good idea. So that would be good. Okay. All right. Uh, so while you're on watch, Hubert, you don't much hear or see anything. I'm just too worried that I'm sleeping near a witch's house. I'm just like yeah. the thought of she can appear at any moment. That's yeah. Uh, make, a, make a resolve test. We'll call it routine. Hold the exact same number somehow. It's cheating. Way to die. They're waited to crit fail. So you got, he's going to take some more drugs? You're going to find resolve. Uh, resolve should be under willpower. Or willpower. Sorry. Why am I saying everything wrong? We just played like three days ago. <laughs> it's the first time we played. All right, pass barely. Okay. Yeah, your hands get a little bit of the shakes. One point, maybe you non, you just sort of like out of habit kind of reach into, into your pack, but you manage to kind of hold off the urge a bit. Uh, you hear occasional hoots of a specific animal somewhere in the distance. And uh, after a couple hours, you go, you wake up Stekis and settle in for the night. Uh, Stekis, I guess I should probably make this an eavesdrop test, but you can make it an awareness. Uh, just make an awareness. I'll use it for both. That's a fail. Yeah, everything, uh, you know, as you look around, uh, breathe the fresh air, something cleaner and clearer about it than the stuffiness of your, your dank cell beneath the, uh, beneath the grounds of the nest. There's a, you know that a lot of those cells were, were kind of carved into the side of the rock. They did a lot of excavation uh, to build to build the nest and its pit and everything like that. And so there was a you know, kind of a, a quality to the breathing that periodically people would get sick from it. Uh, but it just feels great to be out here. Um, Enjoying being able to see the sky. Mm-hmm. When you look up, there's shadows that are, you know, there's, you know, shadows that are passing in the night up, uh, up in the sky, birds here and there, some possibly larger than birds, big birds. Uh, but yeah, you see like the stars and the, and the moon, maybe a, maybe one full moon and one half moon. And then it's, uh, it's probably about time for you to kind of pass over the task, uh, as a midnight or so rolls around. I'll go wake up Lavinia. Lavinia, go ahead and roll an awareness test. Cool. Needed 58, got 28. Pass. So about 45 minutes or so, hour, into your into your watch as you're keeping an eye out. You notice the you notice the shutters of the house move uh, ever so slightly. Like there's a window on the southern side a bit, and it's kind of kind of shuddering just a little bit, as if a little bit of snow suddenly starts to fall from it. So something bumped it. That is all I'm giving you. <laughs> that as you will. I'm going to go back to Verdum now. I'm going to contact the Enterprise and get them to beam me up. Is there uh, an attic? There is. There didn't seem to be. No. Okay. Um, do I see anything on the roof? Uh, no. Uh, the light only goes so far, uh, but you do not see anything on the roof. I go to Hubert. Okay. And 
I like nudge him awake. Am I watching again? I just did mine. No, Hubert, stay quiet. Um, I don't know if it's because I am, uh, it is late at night, but the shutters in are moving at the window. Oh god, the witch is here. What do we do? Yeah, just show me real quick. I'll take a look. And then, just, yeah, you just yeah. point and you look over and... Are they still moving or no? No, it was just like a quick bump and then they settled. Should we, we should we look inside? Wait, so you're telling me the shutter just moved? Yes. Go through your roll ro- ro- eavesdrop tests and I'll make it routine. Actually, no, I'll make it easy because it's so quiet. Easy. 69, nice. dude. That's a fellow. Pass. Uh, you do hear something, some noises coming from within the, the building itself. Something like clink, like clink, 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 like, and then something drop. So someone's just sort of shuffling around and looking at things. There's, there's probably something on the inside. Whether it's a person or whether it's just a rat, you're not sure, but there's... You do hear something. Lavinia will go to Stekis. Can I sleep with you, Dad? (laughs) I'm scared. (laughs) She'll kind of like, she'll say some Stekis before she reaches down and she kind of, she touches your arm briefly. Like, where? You what? Where on my arm do you touch? Like elbow. Elbow. Okay. Oh, that was the wrong choice. Oh, <laughs> you should have said shoulder. Everything would have been fine. Stickus. What is it? Uh, I noticed there was movement of the shutters of the window. So I woke up Hubert and he's hearing things inside the house. Okay. So what do you want me to do about it? Well, you have this very large weapon that's very comforting. Could you perhaps go with us and look and see if there's anybody inside? All right. Fine. Okay. Once it comes over, I'll try and open the door. I want to open the shutter and look inside from the shutter. Can I do that? Yeah, you can. Because it's just like, it's closer to the campfire than the door, right? Do you want me to go wake the others? You woke me. Why would you not wake them? So when you when you try to look in the shutter, by the way, the shutters seem to have been latched and locked. No one unlocked them from the inside, so when you try to like kind of push them open, uh, they don't. It's likely that she has some sort of mechanism for locking them in case the winds come. They don't want to sure. just have them fly open, so it doesn't. They don't seem to be opening. But you two, just standing here right next to it, when you listen in, you quite certainly can hear. There's something moving about. Sure, I'll go over to the door. Lavinia is gonna go wake up. Um... Bear and Sophia. And so Stekis and Hubert are at the door. Hubert, you open the door? Yeah, I'll do a quick knock and then knock. breach it in. You, you don't hear any response. And then as you open the door, you see... Hey guys, just making a snack. As you open the door oh, and you look inside, you can see kind of lapping up from this bucket that's sitting inside is a creature that you have never seen the likes of 
before. It is picture like a monkey, but with scales as opposed to fur. Like this kind of circly scales. You see there are these strange piercings kind of coming up out of the scales. There's like little rings and then protrusions of bone of some kind. When you look, uh, there is this sharp tail that's kind of flowing out the backside. It's it's only it's it's not looking directly at you, uh, but you can see as you're tracking one of its very large muscular arms uh, that it doesn't so much end in a fist, but it ends in this multi-claw-like pincer. And as you look at it, the door creaks open, and you kind of let it go. And it keeps going until it opens all the way and like slams ever so slightly against the backside of the wall. And the head turns directly towards you with cold water dripping down from this strange predator-like mandible face. Uh, and you can see what looked to have, looked to appear to be like about a dozen different glowing eyes. And it immediately hisses at you. <laughs> Lavinia, as you're as you're over by where Zofia and Bear are standing, uh, and you're waking them up, you suddenly hear something in the snow behind you, uh, as as if something is approaching. And when you turn to look, you can see these two creatures beginning to stealth out of the night, uh, and you can see them just barely with the light of the fire, both of which. Similar are this kind of like big hulking torsos with large, large arms, pincer-like hands, various protrusions of bone and all sorts of eyes with the, with the firelight kind of flickering and almost as if in unison start to charge. <laughs>